This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7 Sports, Tennessee's only local legal sports book. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action will give you a 50% boost when you make your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And this week, once again, there are some amazing boosts and promos waiting for you. Follow us and Action on Twitter and Instagram to be kept up to date on all the promos going on throughout the week and did you know you can gamble with cash are you tired of waiting on your sports book you won but can't get your money no more waiting with action 24 7 if you want to gamble with cash deposit withdrawals get started with tennessee's only local sports book today check out the link in the show description to find out how once again use code pucks out that's p-u-c-k-s-o-u-t when you make your first deposit and our friends at action 24 7 will give you a 50 percent boost on your first deposit up to 800 dollars. what are you waiting for from the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three major social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Don't forget, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Check them out every Tuesday for trivia and Thursday for bingos. Tell them Pucks Out sent you. What are you drinking today, bud? Uh, soul dark larker. They've just been in the back of my fridge. You know, as the, I can't yeah. even show off the, I can't even show off the beauty of them. We were just an afterthought. They like here have these unwrapped, <laughs> these unwrapped silver cans because you're animals and we know you'll drink them. Uh, well, I I mean, got he was that. right. He was right. Yeah, I got, I got that nice Yodelier blue, man. I love man, this beer. I got, I got my, I need, I need a new round. I mean, I've got some, I need to put, put them in the fridge, but I need a new round. I mean, it's about time, right? It's been, a, it's been a second. Yeah. I've got you owe me yeah, like forty eight. You owe me like forty eight beers, bro. So I mean, I know you're holding. Back, I know you're holding back on your boy. What about, yeah, yeah, after we get back the, from Cancun, it'll be time for another pickup. Um, but hey, uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to get the show a week early, uh, a day early, and all the special bits. Um, and don't forget to check us out on Twitch, where you can uh, see me and occasionally Brandon will join in. Um, how are you this week, bud? Ooh. <sighs> I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. Uh, just been just been going, going, going uh, lately. Um, kind of a chill week this week. Hopefully, a chill weekend this weekend. Is getting ready for Mexico. Okay, Ooh, so yeah. uh, so you know uh, you know you know that's what's up for sure. Uh, I did get got, uh, and it usually you can't really get me surprise me this way but we decided to go to uh, mexican get some mexican food on friday me sass stephanie uh his girlfriend neely and you know not even thinking about it being two days after my birthday Ooh. just come video and all of me just come like i had like i had no clue and i saw him coming I'm like oh who are these cats coming for <laughs> and it you know it was me and they and so the guy was trying to like rub the spoonful of whipped cream on my nose but i just kept moving my mouth up to eat the whipped cream <laughs> i'm not gonna waste that's gonna be all my beard all night man uh and then they came and then they came and they took the sombrero to give it to some other cat to sing for him which i found Ooh. to be i found to be that's just disrespectful it was super disrespectful but the the guy that they gave it to there was an older gentleman at their table and let me tell you there, it was magical for him to see them to come to for me. He was jazzed up for me. And then when it was at his own <laughs> table, he was, he was just, he was glowing. So I'm, I'm happy for that guy more, even more so than even me. It, it was not re uh, it was not Camino. I did not get shots of tequila. Uh, I mean, ah, I was on, my, I was on, I was on my second tower at that point. So I probably didn't yeah. need the shots of tequila, but, um, but yeah, yeah, man, just super, super jazzed up for, uh, for Mexico. Uh, yeah, we will be doing shots of tequila. <laughs> yes, I'm not even a tequila guy. I already can tell you. No, I mean, me neither. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be uh, Bourbon Street. All right, buddy. I hope they're ready for us in Mexico. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about you, man? Um, yeah, good, fun? man. 
Yeah, you know, just uh, packing, cleaning the house, getting ready. You know, been streaming a little bit. Uh, you know, just you know, spent uh, this weekend with the fam. You know, just uh, super excited. Uh, you know, can't wait. Uh, speaking of Mexico, I know I, I, yeah, I'm I'm already in that mindset. Well, let's do that oh. fit check, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I'm this is not my Mexico gear. I'm saving my, you know, I'm saving my yeah. Mexico gear. But you know, got got the birthday present from the uh, from the old mil, the mother in law. But it's uh, you know, it's my Orioles party like it's 1983 shirt. You know, nice. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Michael, Larry, the boys almost <laughs> knocked, almost got you there, fellas. Uh, so you know, when I when you're rocking the when you're rocking the new fresh Orioles gear, uh, you, you know, you got to rock the, the. You probably didn't see this. That was the problem. This is a hat. Oh, That's all I saw, I thought you, I thought you got a new Orioles tattoo just right there on your forehead. I didn't uh, even see yeah. it was a hat. First one, first tattoo. I shaved my head and I got an Orioles yeah. tat. Right Went there. hard with a forehead uh, tattoo. You know me, bro. I have, I have how many Orioles hats? Do I? I mean, because I got like six each time I went to. I've been yeah. to two Orioles game. I have fourteen Orioles hats, all from those two <laughs> Orioles game. Um, so you know, I always try to get some in the stadium because you know it's baseball and we got to support a dying sport. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> got them. Uh, but then you know they always got the always got the locals with the stands outside, and so this is one of my favorite ones. Five bucks, bro. I mean, I yeah. gosh, you just can't you just can't get better quality for five dollars yeah. uh, in you know in, in all of Baltimore. So yeah, uh, yeah. had to, had to be rocking that. What about, what what yeah. you got? What you got going? Uh, man? You know, got that. This is technically not one of my Mexico uh, Mexico shirts. This is just because uh, okay. I dropped all my uh, uh, Hawaiians at the dry cleaners. Okay, so, sure, but I had to sure, keep a couple sure. here because you know I got I have my stream in attire, but you know this is one that's a uh, I got this one. I think it was like I got it for like three dollars somewhere in the Caribbean on a cruise. Perfect. And I was like, oh, you can't, beautiful. you can't pass up a three dollar the rack or that fits. You bought the rack. You bought the rack. Yeah. It's just like a uniform. Oh, I, I, I have six. I bought six. <laughs> I, uh, so yeah. I, well, see, I'm not gonna spoil it by showing the the fit, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, and something I've been loving lately is guys have gotten to the game. Where they're wearing matching, you know, shorts and shirts, bro. Like I'm digging it. I love it. So I've got me a little fit going, uh, you know, for a nice. I'm I'm trying to decide if it's gonna be my plane, my flight, my flight stuff. So as soon as we get in, I can be geared up, ready to party. But I yeah. don't know if that's gonna make me more of a target for customs. They're like, this guy is clearly a drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> no, no right-minded individual would wear that outfit. Um, it's not, I will say, I will say it's not a romp him. Okay. It's not a romp him. Ooh. Right. It's separate. They're separate, separate pieces. Okay. Honestly, I, take, I think, I think we could pull off a rompums on this. We trip. absolutely could, but I just, I, I could not pee. I could not, you know, if, what if I've got to, what if I got to go drop a massive dump, dude, I'm not getting naked in a, in a public, <laughs> in a public Mexican yeah. bathroom. Because, you know, and people are like, oh, well, what do you, why does it have to be public? Because you're not wearing your romp him around the house. All right. <laughs> you're wearing it out or you're not wearing it at all. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's move on into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, we've got a bunch of free agency news coming up. Uh, let's start with one that's close to home here in Nashville. In. One of the so biggest it. potential free agents comes off the board as Philip Forsberg agrees with the Preds on an eight-year, $68 million contract. That needed to get done. I think that um, I was never much of a fire David Poyle guy, but to me, this was a mu- – you had to get this deal done. Yeah. If, yeah, he, hometown, if he didn't get this deal done, I think that he was out. Uh, hometown no guy, hometown guy with a lot of name recognition. Uh, there would have definitely been folks out for blood. Uh, a deep playoff run would probably have been the only thing that could have could stave off any any talks if he didn't get that signing done. Um, one of the, you know, you never you never heard all. You, you know, he went to free agency obviously, but you never heard a lot of chattering um, from other from other beat reporters and stuff about yeah. how Forsberg's coming in. You kind of, you kind of assumed that it was, a, it was a done deal. And we, we've talked about, you know, him needing to get, needing to get paid. I like the, I like the contract. I mean, it's a little much, I think, but I mean, that's the market right now, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think we're going to get better for a better price. Uh, my biggest thing is, is he's got, I mean, 
don't Albert Hainsworth us, you know? <laughs> I mean, you yeah. had a really great contract season and we would love to see that continue um, and, and not show that inconsistency, but, uh, but definitely a big signing. Love to love to see that uh, from your team, getting their star back. Yeah. Um, we got a bunch more. The Hurricanes have traded for Brent Burns and Lane Pedersen, sending Stephen Lawrence uh, and Ietu Makanyemi and a conditional 23 third round pick to the Sharks. Uh, that's, um, you know, Brent Burns. Uh, that's a that's a that's a veteran presence. I think that's a that's a good yeah. pickup for the Hurricanes. I mean, let's see if he can get back on track. You know, obviously that that Hurricanes <clears throat> team hasn't been great recently. Well, that Sharks team, you mean? Um, the, hur- the Hurricanes yeah, team that sorry. just went. To the yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Sharks <laughs> yeah. team uh, needs to get back on track. Um, the Rangers have found their veteran back up to Igor Shesterkin, uh, Inky Yaroslav Halak to a one-year, one point five million dollar. I'm assuming prove it contract. Uh, I like that. That that's a that's a good sure. that's a good solid backup for a Vesna winning uh, goaltender. Gotta have gotta um, have a couple goalies these days yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, the Rangers get a good look at Vincent Trocek during their playoff series against the Hurricanes and are signing him to a seven-year, uh, 39-and-change million-dollar contract. Listen, Vincent Trocek is a beast in fantasy, and I think he is a good, solid, all-around player um, that, that would be good on any team and can fit in just about in any line. Great, yeah. Great addition to, to New York. I mean, a piece that we could argue that they definitely could need that depth, that depth center position uh, to pair with some of their big dogs. They have like that signing going back a little bit to the, the, the Brent Burns. I really like that too. I, I like, you know, yeah, like you said, he's been struggling, but it's not like Carolina's bringing him in to be that number one, top, top dog, offensive offense yeah. or defenseman. You know, they don't need that necessarily. Uh, so he could turn it on and score 60 points this year. Uh, and it would be a, a fantastic get for what seems like not a whole, whole lot uh, yeah. from the, from the hurricanes. Um, let's see. Claude well, next we've got Claude Giroux watch is finally on the veteran Ford signing with the Sens on a three year, uh, 19 and a half million dollar deal. I think that's, um, I mean, listen, that, that that's a good vet. I, I don't know if that obviously that's not going to push the sends over the top, but maybe it gets something started there. Yeah, maybe I'm more interested. I mean, it seems like this is definitely a move for the money, right? I figured a guy like Giroux yeah. this deep into his career would be going and not not trying to get six point five mil for three years. Going and taking four mil somewhere for an on a two year contract at a at a what? I mean, you know, anybody can be a contender any year. Don't hear what I'm not saying, but what we assume to be not a contender for a Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, yeah. Giroud, Giroud doesn't have a cup win. Does, I mean, hey, 6.5 mil, go, you know, go get your paper. Uh, man, you know, Claude Giroud, does he have a cup win? I don't know how long he has been. I don't know what other teams he's been with. I thought uh, he was a career Philadelphia cat. Let me look. And when was the last time? I mean, it's been what? Tw- it's yeah, been he was for Philadelphia tired. forever. This f- year at Florida was his first time ever playing anywhere but but Philly. Yeah. Um, and when so was? He's been there since 07, 08. So I guess if Philly won a cup in that time frame, they may have. Um, I know uh, they've been there. I, why don't we I just do this? Flyers Cup. That's what I'm doing. Um, they won at 74 and 75. Uh, they only won. They've won two. So yeah, no, he hasn't been playing since 1975. <laughs> he has not, so, at least yeah. not for the fly, at least not under that name and for the flyers. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Hey, like I said, he may, it may not be, obviously it's probably everybody's dream to win a Stanley cup, but, um, yeah, it's just an interesting signing for me. I mean, he went to, he, you know, he, he went to Florida, a team, a, a competitor, a team that could that could win. Uh, I don't know, just interesting, interesting signing. Yeah, we'll like him in uh, fantasy, though, I think for sure. Uh, goaltending was the focus for Oilers this offseason, and they are signing former Maple Leafs goalie Jack Campbell to a five-year, twenty-five million dollar uh, contract. I think that's a you know that's not bad. Jack Campbell's a good goaltender. Um, that was definitely their biggest issue in the postseason. Um, you know, other than running into the best team in the league. So I think this definitely yeah. makes them once again a contender. And I don't think anyone can can persuade me otherwise, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it just depends on 
what Jack Campbell can show us. Uh, I mean, we've seen guys that have gone in there before to the Oilers and they're going to be that, you know, that final, that finally they've got that goaltending piece and, and it yeah. hasn't worked out before. So uh, we'll see, but I don't hate the signing at, at all. I mean, they had to do something and uh, not a lot of goalies available this year. Um, New Jersey Devils have traded uh, Pavel Zasha to the Bruins in exchange for Eric Walla. The deal is one for one. I think that's, I think both teams, um, I think the Devils kind of, I don't know. I think both, this is a good one for one. I think it's about even both teams just need a new uh, kind of scenery. And I think, I think that's good. I think it's, I, mean, um, I definitely would say it's, I would definitely say it's better for the Bruins. Uh, yeah. To get that op, that, that chance for, for Zacha. Um, but like you said, kind of, kind of even, but you did skip one, uh, Toronto oh, found its tandem. No, you're good. Tandem ah, partner yes. Matt Murray, uh, inking Ilya Samsonov to a one year, $1.8 million contract. So, uh, I would be more comfortable with Jack with Jack Campbell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, and this doesn't, this doesn't exude a, an era of a Stanley cup team. Now, to be fair, I guess Matt Murray has won a Stanley cup. So who am I to, to smack talk, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't, what do you think about it? How, what is your thoughts? Cause I was, uh, I mean, it's a good signing, I but like I mean, it. it's not yeah, a, I think it's a good signing. Yeah. I like definitely it. a good signing, but I mean that goalie tandem. Eh. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of eh about it. It's one of those things where like, well, let's wait and see. I mean, it's, I just, I feel like there's a lot of unknowns with that. That that's my biggest thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, for a team that wants to be there and wants to win a cup, it just doesn't seem like the type of move. You know, Jack Campbell's only getting uh, you know, twenty five million bucks over a five year period. You don't got you know five million. I, I I'm just I don't know. I'm just kind of uh, yeah. ick, uh, on it. Yeah. Like this next uh, one. Let's though. see. Oh yeah, Johnny Johnny Gaudreau will be signed will be signed this season, but but he will not be with the Calgary Flames, the only team for which he has played during his nine season NHL career. That now that Forsberg is inked up, I think that is the that's the bell of the ball right now. That, that's the prize. Oh I think, well, even even with Forsberg nodding, that's the bell of the ball right there, man. That's well, the guy. Well, we yeah. didn't. I think I think a week ago we didn't know about Johnny Gaudreau, so it's not like you know he was the bell of the ball. Like he's I oh, mean sure. it was like almost yeah. I know it was possible, but uh, I mean, I know what you're saying, but I mean, with him yeah. coming onto the market, it is, he is the, he is the guy. Uh, I mean, I'd love to, love to have him come, come wear some gold. I, I don't think that'll yeah. happen. Um, where do you think? What are you thinking? That. Not for us. Uh, I'm just I'd saying, have, what do you think? What do you like him? I, I'd have to think, I mean, I don't know the cap space. Uh, right, let's I mean, I like cap. him though. I like him. I think I like him on the Islanders. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Um, that's a, that's a time. I mean, he's, he, he's a good fit for a lot of places. I'm thinking Johnny hockey wants to go play hockey in Vegas, man. Ooh, um, yeah. I, I, th- I think, it, I think it, he, yeah. I think he'd fit in style of play, uh, you know, kind of more, you know, a, a while being a superstar flies kind of under the radar. Uh, does, not a, you know, I mean, every April fools, he always takes all his stuff, Calgary <laughs> stuff down. So that's always funny, but, um, no, I mean, I, I, I think Vegas, I like Vegas, uh, as a sign or, or yeah. the Kings, I can see, can see the Kings as a potential contender again, not knowing cap space, not doing the, the legwork on it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Evgeny Malkin will not be leaving uh, Pittsburgh after all. The Penguins have re-signed the veteran to a four-year, twenty-four and a half million dollar contract. You said, hold I on, mean, you said, you said, you said after all, but you forgot it was only the span of a couple days after we were recorded last week that he decided he was going to test free agency. Because <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna test free agency." They beat he he beat us on the cycle. We're on a weekly cycle, so we didn't get yeah. to catch it because he was uh he was going to test the waters. And then the next thing you know, he's he's inked up a new four year extension. <laughs> like, like, did you even <laughs> did you even call anybody? Did you even have enough time? So, uh, so you say after all, but we, this is the first time any of our our listeners are hearing it from it from yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. 
let's see. Well, uh, going on one of the best. Uh, yeah, one of the best potential free agent goaltenders is off the market. Mark Mark Andre Fleury agreed to a two year, seven million deal with the Wild. Um, and I think we're gonna. T- I think I had something on that. Oh, I'm gonna. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that when we get to the draft because that impacted their draft scenario. Um, so let's hold any uh, comments we have that I because I got a couple comments on that. Um, and then following the trade to bring in Kevin Fiala, the Kings signed him to a seven-year, 55, um, and almost a quarter million deal. I think he's earned it. Kevin Fiala, if it That's wasn't for cap space and stuff, like Minnesota couldn't pay him that money. They wanted to, but they just couldn't. And I think he earned it. That he ah, eight he, seven point eight seven. That's a lot of that's a lot, he of, took, a lot of scratch, bro. He spent the last two seasons on prove it contracts and he proved it both times. And I think God, I'm not you know, saying the man may, didn't may, deserve to get maybe paid. they won't, yeah. Maybe they won't, he won't, maybe they won't get seven years out of him. Seven years is a lot. That's a long contract for a young guy who's a little undersized, in my opinion, um, and has already had one big injury in his career. But hey, you make your money, young man. I like that. Yeah, I, I would I would kind of go back, though, a little inconsistent at times. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he was I mean, he seemed pretty consistent on Minnesota. I think, you know, yeah, well, this no, meet, this past season, he was he had his ups and downs throughout the throughout the year. I, well, was it just that or was also be, yeah, was it also because Minnesota was up and down? I mean, Minnesota yeah. ran, ran second pretty much all year yeah. in the division. So, I mean, it, it, it could be a, a story of, hey, you got lots of lots of great players. Sometimes you're going to gonna slump a bit but hey i'm not hating on the guy i just you know 7.87 that's a lot of year that's a lot of money a year for for a guy that i don't know if he's proven eight mil a year but hey give him his shot i mean uh he's he's proven me wrong multiple times so who am i to say that he's not gonna go uh, to la and do it again you know yeah um all right uh uh so now we're gonna move on to outside the nhl that you know what's happening inside the boards time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards the ncaa football landscape change has an update sources according to espn there are sources uh within the sec and the big 10 that have uh told reporters that the note that notre dame right now is the golden goose to everyone um and that they both conferences are trying to land Notre Dame. They have been courting Notre Dame, offering mega deals. Um, sources within Notre Dame confirmed that they are holding firm and have no plans to join a conference as of yet. Um, I guess I think it all depends on what happens with their TV deal. I think if this TV deal gets renewed, they're staying independent. I mean, the money is just too good for them. If this TV deal ends up not getting renewed, then I think they're going to be left with no choice but to. And, and I think that they are all in on that because if they lose that, they lose a lot of leverage. Um, they, yeah, they they would definitely go. I mean, they would be they would be stupid to choose the SEC in this. I mean, you got to go Big Ten. You got to be able to compete every year. Uh, I think that I think I'm not even I don't think that the money in the front end is the is the problem for them. I think what the problem is going to be is when you get all these huge, uh, huge big time conferences that are getting to play big time opponents every single week. And then they start getting left out of a few things here and there because, you know, I know all the Notre Dame's the darling and everybody loves. But when you start getting. USC and Ohio State and everybody playing together kind of changes the 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 landscape in my mind. Uh, well, yeah. maybe it won't, but uh, but if I'm if I'm Notre Dame and I have to pick a conference, SEC probably gets you more a little bit more money, but uh, Big Ten probably gets you a few more wins in the in the throughout the For season. For sure. So. Uh, do do you think that going to the SEC though would help recruitment and overall help Notre Dame? I mean. Being able to say absolutely. that you're an SEC school, I mean, obviously that that helps recruitment. A- a- absolutely, um, um, I would say it helps a little bit, uh, but at the same time, is it going to help when you're going up against uh, Nick Saban? You know, you're recruiting yeah. against Nick Saban, and so these two guys are are going to probably play each other, uh, being in the same conference at some point. I think that may be harder. You know, hey. You're going to get that name brand and that recognition over here for Alabama, uh, but uh, you're going to get beat up by Alabama each week at Notre Dame. But it's Notre Dame, so 
I think the difference is going to be uh, of where they're gaining re- recruits. I mean, you're yeah. still going to have those Southern, you know, those Southern, those Florida guys, those Texas guys go to a Texas school or a Florida school or, yeah. um, or, you know, potentially USC. I don't think they're, they're going up to, to Notre Dame. It's not as storied in the South as yeah. it is, you know, throughout, you know, in, college throughout the Rust and Belt the and the Northeast. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think that, I think the big 10 would probably be best overall for, yeah. Notre Dame football, yeah, but uh, for Notre Dame wallets, SEC is—I mean, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they're making plenty of money just being independent. So as far as they're yeah, concerned, exactly. they, I mean, they're cool staying independent. I mean, really, I think the I think the biggest hurdle for them is, you know, eventually, I think being independent scheduling will scheduling is going to be off play, scheduling and playoff. You know, mm-hmm. so sure, I think yeah, that's yeah. it. I agree. I don't think money money. It's one of the few. Well, college football, bigger programs like this, none of them have to worry about money at all. I mean, all yeah. of them got like they, billion they, dollars. They, I mean, they, yeah, their boosters that, have are not let Notre, Notre Dame's not hurting for money. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it kind of comes down to where you think you can win a national championship because, I mean, that's what it's all about for these big schools. So, yeah. Um, many athletic directors within the Pac-12 found out about the USC UCLA move to the Big Ten when they public found out, causing chaos. After talk, <laughs> and apparently the USC UCLA uh, ads kind of planned for that. They they knew that doing this would cause a sudden, you know, shift in the bedrock of that and cause them, uh, you know, some schools to have to make a split second decision of okay, oh, we're leaving too rather than them have time to kind of work things out. And I I think that, I mean, I think that they strategize that perfect if they, you know, to to really disrupt that because I think them just moving is bad for everyone. But if everyone starts moving, then I think that's good for what you see USC and UCLA want, which is to join a mega conference. Um, Mm -hmm. Sure. And it worked just as they planned. It's very surprising to me, though, that there's no, you know, type of like reporting rules on stuff like that. You know, I mean, hey, I'm I like like you said, I'm all for it. They got them, <laughs> got them good. Yeah. Um, but I'm just surprised. I'm more surprised that there is no type of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, type of backup or some, you know, nah, yeah. that's not the word, you know, cyber game plan, like at the, where, at hey, the board meetings of the conferences, so like, like, dis- like disclosure. Yeah. You, you got to disclose this to us before you just like blow things up. Hey, more power too. For, you know, uh, F the NCAA, you know, you know, our feelings on, on this podcast. We hate the NCAA yeah. more than we hate watching baseball on TV. Okay. And it's <laughs> not, and it's not even close. Okay. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. Um, that wraps up outside the NHL. Uh, our main topic, we are talking about the NHL draft. It is concluded. Um, I didn't I didn't watch it live. I usually don't. I usually watch, you know, the, you know, the recaps and stuff. Um, but we don't know any. Fix- we don't know any of these people, really, you know, for the most yeah. part. Uh, but the surprise number one, uh, the no, the uh, <clears throat> Montreal, uh, which it was, it was also the host city. Uh, got took a i'm sorry wow i can't speak right now took a surprise number one overall with and i'm gonna try and say this right uh yuraj slavkovsky um i like instead of leaving yeah leaving the kraken to score a potential franchise center with their number four at shane wright who was the projected number one overall and i did see though on all the replays that shane wright gave the death stare to montreal like just like he when he's holding up that cracker, he is a staring daggers at the Montreal uh, 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 GM and stuff. And you know, uh, they were you know, saying, what, oh, they were saying, oh, no, they're wiping, <laughs> wiping their face with their yeah. money. <laughs> they, don't care. They, don't care. they don't care, bro. <laughs> um, uh, this actually caused Wayne Gretzky to reach out to Shane Wright and be like, hey, you know, I also was not taking uh, number one overall. You know that for a young guy like this, that is. You know, that's he's pretty like, great. Oh, shit, that, no, that's pretty awesome. I don't think that I would want. No, I don't think that I want that at all. At all. You're you hadn't even you hadn't even stepped onto professional ice yet. Uh, and all of a sudden you have the pressure of the great one just on your <laughs> career. Yeah. Lots of people weren't taking number one. Wait, why would you tell? Why would you call? Like, call me. Call, Call me in 30 years when I'm great. Well, the thing is, then, it, like, it, well, he he added him on Twitter, so everyone else saw it. 
So now yeah, everyone mean, has that expectation. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like what an like you think like oh that's super cool and on the surface hey it would be super cool to get a call. It's from cool the great for us. One. It would be great see. for you and I to to get a call yeah. from the great one because we're not gonna be we're not gonna be yeah. great. Okay, we just you know are who we are. Because you know what you and I we also weren't taking a number one overall. We were see he <laughs> should reach out to us about that. But I mean think about the immense amount of pressure the great one has called you. Like hey man if this guy has if this guy has one of the best careers of anybody from his hometown he will probably only still be like half of what Rain Gretzky ever did. He could be a Hall of Famer. And that's a, and he uh, won't half would still be in a Hall of Famer. that's what i'm saying he could be a hall of famer and it won't matter because gretzky said oh i wasn't taking number one (laughs) thanks man um really appreciate you uh (laughs) uh, chicago fucks things up once again somehow by trading a 24 year old alex to who has had two 40 goal seasons already uh to ottawa for only three draft picks then they picked up mrazic who the Leafs had to get rid of um, his for his final two seasons of cap for cap reasons, and all they got was their number twenty five pick in exchange for their thirty eight. So they moved up thirteen picks. Um, the Hawks got absolutely fleeced for this. Um, this is just absolutely insane. That I mean, they it's like they don't even want to win anymore. It's like uh, your boy over here, though. You saying all that? You're talking about you know what we should be talking about as a podcast talking about sport, but your boys. Licking his lips over here, waiting for his sixty goal season from Alex Debrinket in Ottawa. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking about how this is going to be great for me in fantasy. You know, I'm a huge yeah. Debrinket fan. Love this. Oh, yeah. Love love everything about this trade. Okay, yeah, because now you can root for him made. even more because that does it. Because before you're rooting for him, exactly. but like ugh, it's Chicago, now you get to root for him fully. Exactly, and maybe, oh. maybe, just maybe, people will think, oh, he's in Ottawa, and leave him alone. I'll be able to get him in like the fifth round or something. Uh, Yeah, not a not not great, Bob, as the kids say. (laughs) Um, Isaac Iceman Howard, we finally see a prospect come into the league with some personality. Uh, There was a uh, there was a link on there with his video, but. He said, I'm the best looking guy here. He told Sportsnet in a push out after you. And quote is, so I figured I'd be the best dressed one, too. The number he- 31 pick heads to Tampa Bay from the U.S. National Team Development Program. Um, he has a head start uh, already because he is not coming out of college. He's not undersized. He's, you know, he, he's in shape. He's been working out with pros. Um, I like this guy. Um, now, I will say. That the, bang, the, dude, the you just want to bang him or what? <laughs> wow. uh, but the crazy uh, what's uh, what's the the craziest thing is though is that the nickname Iceman was given to him by his dad simply because he was on the ice a lot training. I feel like that is a hell of a nickname that is going to be oh, hard to live up to, and also the no, worst reason to get that nickname. I was about to say you're you're hyping up. It's a dope dope nickname. Yeah, except for bad reason origin. to get it. Except for its origins are based in nothingness. All right. Hey, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Ash, man. You're doing good out there, champ. And then he's like, it's, like, stuck. <laughs> it's in. I'm in for it. I am definitely in for it. Uh, that all of that being said. Guy's pretty look. He's pretty good looking guy. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the other cats, but I mean, you know, he's a good he's a good looking character for sure. Uh, you know? Yeah. And of course, this led to uh, guys like Don Cherry and stuff being like, oh, we don't need these egomaniacs coming into this league, dressing all crazy, you know, dressing like that and acting like they're like, dude, you're literally wearing like a bright green suit right now made of like emeralds. Like, get out of here. One of the champions of hockey, the hockey world is Don Cherry, my man. (laughs) That man, I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy wear a suit with mangoes on it. All right. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, um, So in my opinion, uh, you know, biggest winner, biggest loser. I think biggest winner of this draft was Seattle with um, the, the, pickup of Shane Wright biggest loser I'm going to say is Cam Talbot and we you know we said we talk about it again this Mark Andre Fleury extension with the wild is a departure from what we all thought which was he'd be moved we all thought that um Cam Talbot would be getting this starting position and be a full-time starter 
And after last year's trade deadline, the pair split the crease evenly with 11 starts each prior to the deadline. Cam Talbot was having a very good year, 25-12-1, 0. 0.910 save percentage. But GM Bill uh, Gorin, uh, who's very old friends with Marc-Andre Fleury, still insisted on Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury also start, was a starter going into the playoffs. Talbot is one season away from being a UFA. I think this is going to sour why the wild to Talbot, and I think Talbot leaves. I think that I think Talbot's a great young goalie. I think, goalie. They, gotta, I think they move. I think they, they either move in the they yeah they have to move at the trade deadline. I don't see how I don't show their trade deadline. I say I say moving before the season. Uh, you can get a more you can get an adequate backup for Flurry. I think you got My thing is I think you got to pick. You know, yeah. you've got this. You've got this flying down the center thing, and I don't think that's going to work. I think it, you not think with you these need guys. A dedicated right. I think you need a yeah. dedicated backup. You're holding back Cam Talbot's career. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrew Andre Fleury ain't going anywhere to play as the backup. He wants to start. Yeah. He wants to play. That's very clear, and it's commendable. And I mean, it's, it's not like he's been a bad goalie. Yeah. Or he's anything. a Vesna winner. So he's a vet. I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> technically speaking, he, he's he a Vesna winner. He owns a Vesna trophy. Yes, Bobby. That is he correct. had the most votes for a Vesna trophy. That's the, I mean, by the most technical standards. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think you got to move him and, and bring somebody else in. Uh, and some landing there. I mean, there's some good landing spots for, for Talbot, I think. Uh, some, some teams that would definitely fit uh, what he brings to the table. Uh, yeah. Something, something that comes to mind. Uh, you know, the Kraken. Uh, I don't know if people are still sold on Grubauer or not, but I mean, I never really was. Uh, yeah. The Kraken may try to bring, bring somebody in yeah uh, the do you sharks think it's, maybe do you think it's do you think it's him or do you think it's the Kraken? i mean that's not a good oh, Kraken sure. team absolutely maybe proved to be a Kraken. good goaltender in other places but also was that because well, he was the no the you abs said the Kraken are too very <laughs> you said other places right you said other places and he was uh, he was a, uh, a a serviceable backup in washington he was I think it was in Phoenix. He was okay in Phoenix. Uh, if, if I'm thinking about who it is correctly. Uh, but I mean, in Colorado, he was good, but was he good or was he playing in behind Colorado? Oh, I, yeah. I've just never been, I've just never been super sold on him as the, as a goalie, uh, as a starter, at least. I think he's a yeah. serviceable backup, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, there's good, uh, a lot of good of landing goalies, places for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of goalies, uh, before we started, right before we started recording, uh, it was confirmed that uh, Darcy Kemper is uh, going to the Capitals. I think that's a okay. decent pickup for the Caps. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's end the uh, draft discussion talking about the Preds. Um, they picked up I, uh, Joaquim Camelli. Uh, you told me about this. You were really, you really like this. So tell me a little bit about yeah, him and why I this like is so it. big yeah. for the Preds. Uh, Joachim uh, Kamel. I, I don't know. I think it's an L. I think it's two L's, not a not an mm. I. Um, okay. you. My biggest winner is definitely the Pret, just based off of reports from from not only you know our local uh, beat writers and such, but a guy that was talked about as a potential f- top five pick, uh, a a scorer, which is a very I know that's very rare for the the Predators to draft somebody that can score and doesn't play defense in the first round. Um, but I mean, he was uh he was on the U eighteen and U twenty. Was it fin- the Finnish U? <clears throat> he was on the U eighteen and U twenty Finnish teams. Uh, racked up double digit points over eighteen games. Uh, also when he when he he got injured, so that was kind of that was a big thing of why he fell. But in his twelve games. Uh, like I said, he scored 12 goals and had added three assists. And then his rookie season with now bear with me, JYP. Yalaska. I don't, I'm not sure. It's, it's a, uh, it's a foreign hockey team. He registered, <laughs> he registered 23 points uh, with 15 goals and eight assists in 39 games uh, as a, as a, as a youth, um, a, a real young cat. So uh, a guy that could have gone a lot earlier, the Preds got him all the way down at 17. Something that we desperately, desperately need is goal scoring and and guys that can do that. I really like the pick. I think he's the. I think the Preds won with this pick. It was a, a very surprising fall, um, and I think you already kind of kind of highlighted uh, 
Chicago, probably the worst worst loser in this draft for me. Yeah. Um, just as an overall, uh, not necessarily like you said, not necessarily due to their draft being poor per se. Uh, I know not a lot about the guys they got, but uh, but what not they gave seeming up to, to get not picks. right, not seeming to get. I mean, I, f- I just feel like Alex DeBrinket commands a whole lot more. So uh, yeah. I don't know. That's uh. So that would, that would who I, I would say be my biggest uh, biggest loser. But you, you have any thoughts? I know I sent you that article. I don't know if you have anything. Um, I like it. Um, you you know, I, I can get much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a great pick. Um, I, I I think this is one of those things where you know, it, I'm not big on saying okay, this guy is going to be. You know, I don't think one pick makes it the best because you know. No, it's hot. I mean, Tol- we, thought, good- we, th- we thought Ellie Tolvanen was going to be a game changer. No, he's good, but, but he's still young. Well, he's still young. I mean, that's what we all forget is this guy. These guys are like 18, and sometimes it takes to yeah. Kevin Fiala and your 22 and, or 23 to kind yeah. of roll in. And, and a lot of times, these guys, you know, because they need maybe four or five years, they might not even be on that same team anymore. They get, may get moved around as assets two or three times before they start really, uh, you know, being, you know, get real time on ice. Um, but yeah, I like it. Um, Seven, 17, it. Pick se- well, I'm sorry. Pick 17 is, a, is the perfect spot to take that chance on that injury, that injury yeah. prone guy. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to take lose the it. You know, the guy that's not injury prone, the safe pick is yeah. just as likely to bust and fail in this league as the guy that could be. Yeah. The I mean, honestly, the Preds and the Preds should be taking chances where, I mean, we, we got to do, we got a chances have to be taken if we want to try and yeah. get into a Stanley especially Cup in the draft, especially in the draft. I mean, yes, drafting yeah. and prospects are, are, are really an important part of the NHL, but not nearly as much as free agency and, oh, yeah. and building a, building a roster that works together. So um, yeah. right, go ahead. You're, we are good yeah. to move on. Awesome. Uh, let's move into joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Okay. Um, <laughs> America's most decorated Olympic uh, athlete. Gymnast. Uh uh Michael, oh Michael US, Phelps. sorry Michael sorry Phelps. sorry Michael Phelps sorry gymnast sorry I misread um, well I, did, yeah. I wasn't even uh, reading the article I just I was just correcting you just in general I you know that yeah. was, this is back to our I do want to say before you get into it this is back to our roots this is why these these are the type of articles that we created joke of the week for the world yeah. is kind of depressing and we've had to kind of go with more depressing joke of the weeks, but this is it. This is the money right here. Yeah. So good find. Yeah. Good find. I mean, I've read the article. Nobody dies. Nobody's there is dead. no horrible. There's there's nobody there's no horrible crime. There's no race. <laughs> there's no racism. There's no, you know, stabbings. There's um they do mention that she's an advocate for athletes' mental health and foster well, care. Hold on. So, there's something here about a box cutter. There's something here about a box cutter on the plant. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll see what happens when anyway, we get there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I actually uh, did read the article um, too, believe it or not. I don't ever yeah. do. Um, all right. So Simone Biles, uh, the four foot eight, uh, most decorated U.S. gymnast in history with, what was it, 32 men, 32. Uh, oh, it's a ton. Uh, Olympic World Championship it's an medals. absolute ton. Yeah. Um, who was also awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, adding one more to her thing. She Boom. gets on a plane. She is given a coloring book. Um, by one of the, uh, I don't, yeah, flight, it, flight attendants, almost said stewardess. It's a flight attendant. Oh, um, see, we were going with, we were going with a, you know, we we're going to be flawless on this joke of the week. And then well, you I had to, to remember which one I, I had to remember which one was right. Which one was wrong. I was like, ah, which one is it? Uh, it's a flight attendant, remember. buddy. It's because stewardess would imply that only women can do this and there can be stewards. All right. There can be stewards. Okay. So I thought stewardess was, could be I'm any just, gender. I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. I'm just, I'm just ramping you up, buddy. I don't have any idea about this. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so, uh, an, so she was given a uh, coloring book and she, t- uh, she tweeted about it as kind of jokingly. And then the very next flight attendant, g- uh, gave her a mimosa. 
<laughs> boss, dude. I mean, that honestly, a coloring book on mimosa sounds like a good flight to me. Okay, yeah. See, you had it as in there. The what? What a joke! Like, oh, this person didn't know some mobiles and tried to offer a coloring book. I mean, to be fair to everybody, you did mention this, but it wasn't highlighted enough. She's four eight, so legally yeah. a, a, a legally a little person, a dwarf. You know, I mean, I and also is that true? Is is that a true statement? I think so. I think under five foot, um, I think you're legally. I mean, I'm not trying to offend anybody or anything. She's, you know, we can cut it if we need. Uh, <laughs> um, the short answer um, is no. The long answer, uh, they say, is no. Uh, okay. Over the past couple, uh, over the past decade, uh, they have no longer height doesn't no longer determines if you're a little person or a dwarf. You or said, it's you a, said a, no longer, though. So meaning at some point, the knowledge that I gained was correct. Is that what I'm, yes. I'm hearing from you? Okay. Yes. At so some I'm point. Not, yeah. I'm not just pulling this out of the air. No, no, okay. no. no. You, you're yeah. You're not. Simone yeah. Biles. Simone <laughs> Biles does not have dwarfism. Okay. I do no. want to. She's just now, very she short. Is a, she is a little person as a descriptor. Small as just a, as an adjective. She's a person yeah. who happens to be little. Okay. That's. Yes. Uh, so she's a very tiny individual. And again, not wearing an american gymnast outfit and doesn't have her hair tied up and she's not doing like 30 backflips i'm imagining i mean maybe she is i mean i would think i would assume she is wouldn't you if you could wouldn't you be doing that into an airplane if you could no because that's no because bobby that's work all right i'll leave that at home like i'm just trying to enjoy (laughs) myself so she that might be why she's an olympic athlete because she because she like does her work at home as well that's what i'm saying that's what (laughs) that's why we're not that's the only reason we're not olympic athletes the biggest part of the joke to me is I didn't know that people were just getting offered coloring books on flights. No one has yeah. ever offered me one. And I don't feel like that should be a little kid thing. Like if I would love a coloring book. I've gotten my wife have, coloring books for Christmas before. Do you like, have crayons, ma'am, or are colored pencils preferably? But I will take crayons if that's all you have. I mean, I'm just confused about why she's not tweeting us a picture of her. With the coloring book, be like, look, coloring book and mimosa. I'm doubled up here. Okay, so that's that's more of my what a joke, Simone. Bob, you don't. Oh, you're too good for coloring, Simone. You're just a big, big time athlete now and win gold medals, and you can't. I'm just. This is really. Some people hate Simone Biles for other things. It me. It's because she refused the coloring book and then made yeah. fun of the. So the way the way this reads is the reason it wasn't just and she wasn't randomly given a mimosa. I, it doesn't go into too much. Like, I, you know, so the way it says is the flight attendant tried to give her color, but she and she said, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm actually 25. I'm 25. So, <laughs> the rea- so the reaction was, I feel like what happened was they were like, oh, so let's get her an alcoholic drink. Not like, oh, we're sorry. Just move on. Like, okay, we let's apologize let, for this. Let's go get her a mimosa. <laughs> it's either one or the other. I don't know what airline this is, but this is awesome. Where it's like instead of steak All or right. chicken, it's coloring book or mimosa. You you want to know what you you, you want to know would have been would have been better though, if she would have taken the mimosa, taken a drink of it, spit taked it. All right, and it was like, what what is this? And they're like, oh, well, it's orange juice. She's like the mixer. <laughs> so what a what a joke uh Uh, i mean you know she made a made a made a face of disbelief but like i mean i guess she's pretty short but but also i feel like she she does look old she does look older than uh even even like a child right i do i will i will give you that she does look like a grown to be fair, do we know about this flight attendant? Maybe she offers everybody a coloring book. And like she came yeah, at her maybe heart. She's she's like, everybody. I'm 25. Well, like you do you not know how to color or I'm confused about the statement, man. Like, do you want it or not? Like, I don't know how old you are. She's like, I'm know. sorry. I'm not an Olympic colorist. I'm an Olympic gymnast. I don't I didn't train to color. I trained ma'am, to be gymnasts. Ma'am, you can go be <laughs> racist in your seat. All right. I'm just trying to pass out the coloring books. That's my job. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, what a joke. What a joke. But only but on you, Simone Biles, take the coloring book next time and color us a fantastic picture. It'll be worth yeah. so much money. You could just color pictures oh and be God. like, hey, hey. I'm Simone Biles. I'll sign this. Do you want to give me 25 bucks? 
They're like, yeah. And then you can go w- buy one beer in the airport. It'll be <laughs> I love that you think Simone Miles is like hawking her own signatures on an airplane just to get I'm by. Not saying, I'm not saying that she needs to. I'm just saying that she can. I'm just saying that she's able to. There's not a big there's, professional. Um, there's not a big professional gymnast league, man. She ain't making millions upon millions of dollars. She may be hawking her signature here here soon enough. There is a story, and I'm trying to remember who it was. There was a Sopranos actor that, um, even as recently as like a year ago, um, he wasn't like a major actor, but he was like a he was like one of the like one of the guys in the crew, um, mm-hmm. that sets up along the route of like the Sopranos tours and sells like uh knock off <laughs> Sopranos merchandise from his trunk to make to get by. And I'm trying to like, I just can't remember who it was. I know who it is. Um, I'm for sure. I, I, let's see. Gigi. Was it Gigi? Cause I know he uh, did that. He did that. Uh, Joe Genascali who played game of uh, Vito Spadafore. The game. Oh, the no gay way. Guy. Vito. Yeah. Be- <laughs> Vito's like hung out, like hanging out like a down low. <laughs> he hawks pirated DVDs and picks at jacked up prices to stun New York tourists out of the trunk of his car. And when asked about it, he just says, I'm hustling. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Get it. I am, he, sold, right. he sold bootlegs at a whopping $60. I am. I mean, I'm going to just get the pick with the cat, dude. I'm going to get um, this is amazing. This is the best thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. I am. There is some apparently. Uh, I don't think that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna put the link in the chat. But yeah, there's. Uh, mm. uh, let's see. Here's a. Yeah. It's. Uh, and there were pictures of him like doing it like out of his car of his of his like of his like hatchback. That's. Dude, that is classic. <laughs> that is awesome. He sells like New like- York. Bot- he he sells like Bada Bing stickers. <laughs> I once been all my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am in, bro. I'm in. That Absolutely is amazing. That. Oh, what a hustle. <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, let's move into our pop culture. Obviously, we have both seen Thor Love and Thunder. We oh, will be wow. doing a no spoiler talk about it. Wow. What saw it a day early, movie. bro. Saw it a day nice. early. Uh, I saw it know. last night. Uh it was I saw it Tuesday night. Um Holy shit. I'll probably be seeing it again. I don't see a lot of movies twice. I'll probably go Me see this too. one again. I know my mom wants to go Honestly, see it. So I'll probably go see it with her. Well, and, uh, and AMC, you know, we, we have one five, 10 minutes down the road from us. Anything before four is like 30% off. So we went to that three forty five show and I get off work at three thirty. We're able to be there. We only had, to, we had, we still had to watch previews, you know? I mean, yeah. Uh, Wow, bro. I called you. I told you. I mean, you know, sometimes when it comes to deeper, you know, comic book lore and stuff, we don't always see eye to eye because I'm not as deep in the comics as you. So I don't have as much um, uh, perspective. Um, So, you know, I told you, hey, if this was definitely my probably my favorite in the in the the phase so far and possibly the best movie in the phase. Uh, I think the yeah. only thing that I told you may give it a little run, a little show just because of the different nature of it, as opposed to all the other Marvel was Shang-Chi. Um, Cause I really like Shang-Chi a whole lot too, but it was just, uh, honestly, I thought it was like a better version of Ragnarok and I loved Ragnarok. So I, it was yeah. great, man. It was so good. Every, all the actors, uh, I mean, Christian Bale. Uh, I'm not going to do a spoiler for, for the guy that you really touted, um, you know, in case the folks want to see it, but my man's did a great job in his, his role. Yeah. I think, you know, who I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. So uh, any favorite parts? I know that you had a couple that you mentioned to me, but Ooh, people hadn't heard them. Um, yeah. I think the, um, the entire scene, uh, I, I'm trying to do it without spoilers. Well, I yeah. guess we know, we everyone knows that Russell Crowe's in there. That's all in all the trailers. That was so what I was entire, trying to hide. Okay, I didn't know it was in the trailer. Yeah, everyone knows Russell Crowe's in there. So I'm not going to say any names, but Russell Crowe, everyone has seen the trailer with Russell Crowe. Right, we the don't scene, know who the, the he entire is Yeah, the entire the entire scene where Russell Crowe's in there is amazing, well done, just an awesome fight scene, just all it's all great. It's all great. I was, I, that's what I was about to say, man. It is a rarity. Normally you get a few th- minor fights and then you get a couple of you know big fight every single fight scene 
in the movie well was just like fantastic. It you were engaged, you 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 were on the edge of your seat, you know, you know, you know Thor's not gonna die, but you're like, oh my gosh, this is scary. Christian Bale may get him this time around. Yeah. So uh but I mean I think I think Buff met Natalie Portman as as Ooh. amazing as amazing as they made her look in the that trailer did her no justice. She looked so good that there were there that even the portions that you're like, uh, I don't know. And I know you know what I'm talking about, Bobby. Yeah. Where you're like, eh, I'm like, yeah, still would for yeah. sure. Oh, I was like, yeah. For for sure. Um you know, not a question. Uh get to see a little bit of uh of Cat Dennings. She makes a little guest appearance. Yeah. There, you know, uh, I don't feel like that's a big enough. Sp- that's not a spoiler, right? I, nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It, yeah. it, it provides not a lot to the plot or anything. So love it, man. Love where it's going to going to be able to take us. The cutscenes at the yeah. end really um, some big I, opportunities. I, I don't think it'll spoil it. Uh, I think what I really liked was the way that like it, it was it was a comedic thing. And I, I think it, it really uh, did it well was his relationship with um stormbreaker and yes. was really oh was really well done God. i liked that oh it was so <laughs> it was just so funny like like you said because it's because there's sometimes like, like things like that go a little overboard and they yeah. make a weird jo- they just did it so perfectly and because Takiwatiti is a genius you saw it you, you know you saw it coming the whole time but also you didn't see it coming. And then like, it would just be like, it would just pop up and yeah, <laughs> and it would just kind of be, in your face. uh, you know, Stephanie was like, I mean, I laughed, I cried in the movie. I mean, it is, uh, I mean, man, if we, you know, once, once this phase is finished and we do a complete retooling and, and revamping of our, our ranking, it's hard for me to say this ain't going to rank way up there. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. You know, not only I, I think know, I think it definitely makes both of our top threes, I would assume. Yeah, pretty close. I mean, I'd have to kind of go through it. I mean, for different reasons. But yeah, I mean, I'm not a big go to the movie guy. I'll go to the movies to see Marvel movies or any type of Lord of the Rings or any type of Star Wars. But generally, I steer for the most part clear. Uh, and I told you, I think I said it before you did. I said, I think I'm going to go <laughs> watch it in the theaters yeah. again. Uh, you said you yeah. were going to. Uh yeah, so I mean, I'm probably, I probably am gonna have to because I really enjoyed it, uh, a massive amount, for sure. Uh, all right, let's move on to what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'll start us off, uh, kind of continue the discussion of Thor, um, these incels online who would, they changed the reason why they hated love and thunder after it came out at first, they wanted to hate it because they thought that Chris Hemsworth was relinquishing the role of Thor and stuff. And it was going to be, and they're like, Oh, and they're just gender swapping them. And when really I feel like, and this is what I told Megan. You can't They've be mad at shit if you don't read shit, if you don't know shit. Mighty Thor say. is a character in the comics. They are saying, like, they are adding Mighty yeah. Thor. Right. Now, and it's, it's not, so no, I'm not spoiling the movie at all, but in the comics, in the comics, Mighty Thor is not there for long. Mighty Thor is a there for a short time. So if they actually read the comics, they would know that Mighty Thor is just a just there for a little bit and it's great it's well written one of the best comic uh arcs in the world and after it came out they're now mad those same incels are now all mad that they're like oh they made thor into a joke he's now what he's just a himbo and just a a, a meathead with with no brains who just makes jokes it's like he, really that was, that's all that he in thor he, one and two first off thor number two was bad thor number one he wasn't he's not a genius he no, got sent, he's kind of an he, idiot he, got, he lost his hammer because he's an idiot and he's, he's, the a, jock. he's a, I mean, it's the point. Yeah, yeah. Right? that's literally who he is. He is the jock. He's a, I mean, that's, I mean, he, there's a reason why Tony Stark, Nick Fury, and these guys and Romanoff, they're the smart ones. And Bruce Banner, like, he, he's there. They point him in a direction and he hits shit. Yeah. And he can fly. Like, 
Yeah, and I mean, he is the strongest like Avenger, said. not the smartest Avenger. Right. You, <laughs> it's like you. It's like you said. I mean, people are protest. I mean, it's like it's like these same people. Like you know that Spider Man is different from the Amazing Spider Man, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not a comic you know, Miles book Morales reader, like, is not like you know that we live in a you know like and especially now because this is post multiverse of madness. Yeah. We there's a multiverse. I I I don't know how to tell you this without hurting your feelings, Mister Man on the Internet. But you know that there's a a black Thor out there, right? Like there's a black guy <laughs> that's Thor in one of the infinite amounts of universes. Yeah, there's a there's a Thor that looks like yeah. you. He's not a he's not a good Thor. He gets killed pretty early, but he you yeah. know. And uh, they, and the crazy thing is, a lot of these uh, guys they don't they wouldn't care about Beta Ray Bill which is a not even a human Thor having a part. But you know that if, you know, if, if they had a black Thor, they would throw their shit. They would they would rather a non-human Thor than a black Thor. A lot of these guys. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. This is very clearly a. I mean, and I just don't even get it. Like, I mean, I guess I do get it. People are mad at the world and they want to be mad at the world. I mean, just hate, just hate. Yeah. Base, just hate baseball like us, man. Yeah, Stop it's being, easy to hate baseball. Stop and it's understandable. Stop being so such a such a anyway. So my yeah, snapping, what what's snapping my stick? I just had I had earlier. I didn't I couldn't think of one. I'm not in Mexico yet. That was obviously, but that's a that's both of us, right? We're upset about yeah. that as a general all the time. But then I got to thinking about that. I don't know how it got got brought up, but I wrote wrote it down real quick. Did you remember hearing that old rumor that if you marry, you know, that those commercials that say, uh, you know, if you love Captain Crunch so much, why don't you marry it? Well, I don't know how it got started. You know, it's just an old commercial. You know, you, yeah, may yeah. Be too, you may be too young for it. All right. <laughs> I obviously didn't see it. I just don't remember it. But yeah, <laughs> it, it ran you. specifically for like just, just a couple of years. years. You're just a you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let me just tell you back in my day. Well, anyway, it was just a commercial and a guy was like, oh, if you love your Captain Crunch so much, why don't you marry it? And then it would be a scene with them marrying the Captain Crunch. Well, a rumor got started in my school specifically. I don't know if it was everywhere. Can I can I can, that, I, can I time out real quick? Was he marrying the box of cereal? Was he marrying the, the box of cereal? Was it the actual? Mm, no, okay, no, I don't know if it was, it was actually like animated where the, the, somebody's marrying the actual captain. I'm like, now, that seems also, like a lot for an for a 90s this commercial. Is, this is going to be a two parter. This is going to be a two parter because that's something you brought up a very good point. He's Captain Crunch, but his insignia and everything about him indicates that he is an admiral. And so I'm not sure, but anyway, that's but maybe he's captain there. of the ship. I don't know. Well, but captain, no, uh, see captains, you're captain of the ship, but if you're the admiral, you're the admiral of the fleet of ships that you have, which would imply that you are the captain of the ship. But maybe he's not in the Navy. On. Maybe he's a captain of the ship, but he's also a thespian. And that's he his has, work. Clothes. He has, he's he an has actor. Oh, okay. he's an actor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scratch it then. Scratch it, then. I didn't know he was headed to. The, I didn't know he was headed to the theater. Okay, I didn't know he was going to do some of Shaka's beer. Um, but anyway, so this rumor got started that if you married a box of Captain Crunch, then you got free Captain Crunch for life. And so I pretty much early on in my life had my game plan set. I was going to marry a box of peanut butter crunch and never have to work for food ever again. And so that you know, obviously. It was never true, and it's been a while since I've thought about it. But just like thinking back on it, how much more simple, how much simpler would my life have been if, like, at eight, I was just able to marry a box of Captain Crunch, man, and just like started my life right there? So here's my question Say, in this alternate reality, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you married a box of peanut butter crunch, is, do you get stuck with only peanut butter crunch, or do you, or do you, or, or do you can? That was always a, that was always a thing. We always just said uh, that you could just fill it with whatever you want. You get you get the whole okay. thing. Okay, because I feel like it, I feel like it's getting a, stuck it's with just peanut butter. It's, kind of king. <laughs> it's okay. a polyamorous uh, relationship with the captain family. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I guess in a sense you're marrying the box of cereal, but technically you are marrying the idea of captain yeah. crunch. So yeah. really good question. Uh, really, really, uh, you know, brought it around. So I, that's, you know, that just kind of makes me mad that, uh, you know, all those stupid rumors that we used to hear, you know, they're probably not true. And it's, yeah. it's disheartening.
Unless you read it on the internet. If you read it on the internet, it's always true. And I or did. if you hear it and here, we here, here it's true. <laughs> well, but I mean, that internet. Uh, the internet. I yeah. mean, nobody's <laughs> listening to us in person, Bobby. Any way that they're going to consume <laughs> anything that we have to say, it requires the internet. Okay. Yeah. So rest assured, uh, rest assured that we're we're under that blanket authority of everything we say is correct and true. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Next week we'll be having a archived episode because we'll be in Mexico. Yeah, so, boy. Hey, enjoy next thoughts, week. Though, if you have thoughts on which you know which episode you want us to bring back, let us know because we'll be happy to you know acquiesce to the fans' request. Ah. Yeah. But all right, guys, thank you so much for joining for Bobby and Brand. This has been Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.